Well, hello. Thank you for listening. I am excited to uh, share um, what I'm going to talk about today. So I am in Second Chronicles chapter 26, um, just to set the stage for you here um, at the beginning. So King Uzziah, he's just 16 years old. Crazy to think about, right? But his father, Amaziah, recently died. So here he is um, taking the stage now to, to lead. So King Uzziah took over at 16 and he had, he had a, a long reign, 52 years. And, and he was a good king. I mean, it notes that in scripture, um, verse four, it says he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. Um, so he was a good king, um, got off to a great start and reigned for a very long time. And starting in um, verse five, all the way down for many verses, it explains of all these great things that were going on in the country because of his reign, because of him doing well and thriving and flourishing, etc. Um, so verse five, it says he sought God during the days of Zechariah, who um, Zechariah was uh, the priest, but he saw God during the days of Zechariah who instructed him in the fear of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. I love that. Um, just to kind of set the stage of not just, okay, he did all these great and amazing things and he did this and he did this, but it, it points out God gave him success. So he was, he was graced and he was supplied, um, by God's provision. So I, I love it noting that and it goes on in verses to talk about him building up the army he was he was building up in the country towers etc he was um uh helping his people he was securing the borders i mean he was waging war and winning there was some great and and mighty things going on um key though where i really want to 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 land at is in verse 15 verses 15 and 16 um, I, verse 15. Um, so this again, just kind of going from the verse before it was talking about him building up his army and, and having, um, you know, I consider it the army version of PPE. So, you know, in the, in the nursing world, our gloves and we have our gowns and we have all of our supplies. So the army's version of everything that they needed, he was, um, supplying his men and, and training them very well. So that's kind of the verse before the verses before verse 15, it says in Jerusalem, he made devices invented for use on the towers and on the corner defenses so that soldiers could shoot arrows and hurl large stones from the walls. This is key here. His fame spread far and wide. For he was greatly helped until he became powerful. Verse 16, but after Uzziah became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He was unfaithful to the Lord, his God, and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. So this is key. So, you know, depending on which version your Bible is reading from, or, you know, nowadays your app, um, is reading from my, I'm reading out of, uh, NIV. Um, it will say in verse 15, it, it may say, uh, marvel, marvelously helped. 
Um, this version says greatly helped, but I love the versions that say he was marvelously helped. I just love that word marvelous anyways. It just is like a sparkle word. Just, you know, you can't do little things and it be a marvel, right? So marv- he was marvelously helped um, just is key. How are you marvelously helped? And it is from the Lord. So um, just kind of to, 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 to dig into that. Um, you know, nowadays where everybody has an opinion, um, everybody has something to say, everybody, um, has, you know, all these degrees or all this experience and all of these great things, um, much success doing well, hashtag just best life, you know, no, nothing can go wrong, whatever. I mean, and I, and I don't say it with full sarcasm. I'm just a little bit sarcastic, but um, what, whatever is great before you, um, scripture actually says that in the new Testament, that every good and perfect gift or thing comes from the Lord. And isn't it like human nature, um, to take something and then boast about it, be proud about it. And, and, and think about, oh, look at all of these great things that I did because of me, because of me. Now I give King Uzziah full props because he lasted a long time. Now, I mean, the Bible doesn't know, but I'm sure somewhere in that 52 years, he probably went off on a tangent a little bit, at least in his mind and was like, Oh, look what I did today. And I supplied the army and I did this and I did this. But nonetheless, the Lord notes that for 52 years, he was walking in alignment with the Lord. And that is amazing. I mean, I have not been alive 52 years and I can guarantee to you that that has not been um, what I have done. So I, I mean, I have full respect. That is amazing that his heart was humbled. Um, and isn't that also scripture that the Bible notes um, in Proverbs that pride pride comes before the fall. So here's this, this great King doing these amazing things. The country is just awesome. Um, he prospered, he was famous and he became great. I mean, hashtag any of those, that is awesome. Like, right. Isn't that like so many prayer requests, Lord, if you can just give me this job, I mean, I will go do whatever you want. Or if I can just do, you know, just have, you know, I don't know, a million, you know, not like even a full million, maybe like 900,000 or, you know, whatever your dream or, or aspiring to do. It's like, when I think of King Uzziah, I think that literally he had, he like blew every goal out of the water. Like he went to those like vision boards and, you know, drop the mic. Like that's how I envision him. But his, but the undertone, the the undercurrent behind that is God's grace. It wasn't him. And when we become strong and when we become, you know, powerful and famous and people actually want to listen to what we have to say for even five seconds, it's so easy if you are not being intentional and not holding those thoughts captive to go off on a tangent and to go off into the territory of self-reliance 
and control. And I got this guy, you know what, you got me up to this point. So, I mean, I can take it, you know, I got the wheel, you have so much else to do. And we can, we can become subtly prideful. And I don't know if any of you all have been on the side of doing it or having experienced humble brags. So it can even be, you know, I did all this for the Lord and, you know, this was for the Lord. I mean, we can even do it spiritually. And I know I am, you know, queen of that where it's just, you know, I mean, I got up at 5 a.m. and I spent my time with the Lord. And it's not like you're always, I'm always doing it to say, hey, look at me. But again, it's that heart of self-reliance. It's like, okay, so when I got up at five, that's when things were going well with me. Or when I ran two miles, that's when this was happening. That's when, and it's like, no, I was never in control of the result. I was never, now I have a part in it. I can't just eat cheeseburgers all day and not work out and wonder why I'm 400 pounds. But I, so I have a part in it. I have an ownership, but I am not the cause of my success. And that's hard to drill in because we forget God and forget that reliance piece. And I mean, quite frankly, it was really etched at the very beginning when God created Adam and Eve and he told them everything that they could do except for this one thing. And they thought that they knew better than God. They stepped out on their own and, and, and ate from the one tree that he said you can't have. So it's, it's, it's just our fallen nature. So going back to that scripture though. Um, so verse, uh, 16 talks about him going into the temple. So his pride, again, here's him kind of floating on water. I've got it. You know, let me go in here and, and go um, to the temple. You know, I don't need the priest. All these priests were like, you know, stop. They were trying to confront him. This is like in verse 17 and 18, et cetera. Um, God strikes him. Well, you know, I think it's amazing. Even God's grace that he spared him. He didn't kill him, but he stroke him with, um, struck him with uh, leprosy. So verse, um, 19. So verse 19, leprosy broke out on his forehead and down to verse 21. That's where his life ended, where he spent the rest of his days um, separated from 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 everyone um, and and a leper. So, man. 52 years, you're on track. And then you get off track. And that quickly you can never get back. I mean, if you're saved, it doesn't take away your salvation. God still loved him. You know, you see God spared his life, but the trajectory of your life is going to go in a completely different direction. So I just hope this encourages you that I, I think this can be an encouragement. I believe this is an encouragement from a standpoint of maybe on the other end, life is just really not working out. You're not getting all those great hashtags. You know, you, you, on the other hand, seem to be the person who all these things opposite of what you want are not happening or the things you are writing down to happen or your goals, you are, are seeing them not come true year after year after year. So to you, the encouragement is, hey, that's not what God has for you 
maybe at all or right now. But to know that that God, um, Second Chronicles also talks about, you know, his his eyes roam to and fro the earth looking. He's looking for someone to help and assist. He loves that prayer request of, of reliance and he loves our hearts to depend on him. So to you, I encourage you to say, hey, don't give up, like continue to to have hope and faith in God, to know that this is all his big story. Um and, and he will work out everything for our good and it will have a time and a season and it, and it may look different than what you wrote down, but, but know that it is going to be better. And to you who great things are happening, I am just amazed and encouraged in what God is allowing. So just remain humble and, and receive that humbly and having your hands open that God is the one who is is controlling each and every success and he is gracing you. And there can be freedom in that, I think, because, you know, when things are going really well, it's kind of like when you go like like you have like the best day ever planned or like the best trip and you don't want it to end. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I have to go back to like regular life type thing. But so I think there's also freedom in that because you don't have to be anxious. Like, okay, I, I'm just holding all these chips. And if I let go of even one of them, man, that's, it's over. I can't, I can't, you know, it's stressful trying to carry all that burden. So I find freedom in knowing that, hey, that's not even your burden to carry. And you're not even the orchestrator of, of all of this coming together. So as long as you are just literally sitting at his feet, and keeping yourself humble and, and open for whatever God is calling you to do, then you will be marvelously helped. You will be greatly helped. And I love that the, the last part of that verse where it says, until he, talking about King Uzziah or insert your name, until you become powerful. So for King Uzziah, you know, setting that stage, it looks like armies and wars and stuff. But what does powerful look like for your life? It may be getting through that day with your 18 kids or, you know, working that um, long nursing shift that I know I have stayed at the hospital for 15 hours. Um, or it may be I have a special needs child, you know, dealing with the needs of your special needs child, dealing with this difficult marriage, dealing with an ailing parent. Um, getting through this new job promotion, what you lay it out, he will marvelously help you, but you have got to first submit and surrender your life. Keep yourself humble and before the Lord. And I pray this encourages you.